Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Welcome to episode five of the Runners Who Wine podcast. I am here live with Anne-Marie. She is still in Austin. We're doing a bunch of recording all in a row. So uh, if you remember from episode four a few weeks ago, we are drinking the same wine because we are (laughs) recording this about right after our episode four uh, to break through that fourth wall there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so it's it's a Matua Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, from New Zealand to refresh your memory, and it is quite tasty and delicious. We will share it, of course, in the show notes, the name of it, so you can check it out. Um, um, what I didn't share last time about it was it says that it says, enjoy in the sunshine with anything from the sea. So it's really light and it goes really good with seafood. Mm, um, seafood. Or just, you know, some sunshine outside, <laughs> which is why I'm here. <laughs> Not here. Well, speaking of sunshine and food, today we're talking about post-long-run recovery, which I think food and sunshine sure. are both good for recovering. Maybe that was a stretch of a transition, but you know, hey, trying to make a trying to make it work. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't had a long. I'm gonna confess something like run fashions, right? I haven't had a long run in a while um, since I don't know, a few months. Uh, I've been doing like shorter distances. Um, And I'm going to have surgery soon, so I won't be doing long runs for quite some time. But uh, I do have some tips from when I've I've done, you know, marathon training, like a bajillion. I've run bajillion half marathons and long distances. So I have some fun tips uh, as far as recovery is concerned to share today. And also long run, I mean, it's it's all relative. Yeah, it is all relative. For for me, a long run is, you know, eight plus miles. But for people that do you know, ultras, it's 30 plus miles. (laughs) And for people that do 10Ks, it's three plus miles. So it all really depends on where you are with your running journey. But um, a run is a run is a run, and you still need to recover afterwards. So I think any of this applies no matter whether you're running two miles, five miles, 20 miles, 80 miles. (laughs) I'll never run 80 miles. Hey, never say never, right? This is true. This is true. Um, So let's dive in. After a long run, take me through your routine after you get back from a long run. Well, first of all, I'll tell you something. I do not jump right in the shower. (laughs) Um, But usually I will, um, the first thing I'll do is eat because I'm always hungry, Uh, especially if it is like a, a significantly longer run. Um, so I'll come in the house. I, I prefer to run in the morning. Uh, so a lot of the times I will refuel with eggs. So some sort of omelet and, you know, mixed in with some veggies, nice Mm -hmm. and hearty. Um, and then gluten-free toast typically. That actually sounds perfect because, you know, the experts say you need a good balance of protein and carbs. Yes. Is it four to one or three Three to one? Three to one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, carbs to protein. Protein to carbs? One of those two. (laughs) Uh, all I know is that uh, I like to eat after. So, um, 
I'll, I'll come in, I'll eat, I'll make my omelet or I'll have someone else make my omelet for me. <laughs> um, and then I'll eat that and I'll usually break out my foam roller or my, I have an Adidas roller, which I prefer honestly over the foam roller. And it has, it's like a stick, but it has balls on it and like it, a stick with balls. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't even get me started right a good now. Joke there. Anyway. <laughs> I like my sticks and balls. <laughs> um, that I rub on my leg. <laughs> I'm sure my mom listens to this podcast. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll roll out um for a while after, or and or I'll take a Epsom salt bath. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Epsom salt baths. Um, also by the way, another shameless blog plug. I just posted bath bomb recipes oh made with Epsom salt. So if you like Anne Marie, like a good Epsom salt bath, Epsom salt bath after a long round, check out. That recipe, it's pretty awesome. And super easy. Yeah, it, it does look really simple. I'm actually excited to make it um, once I recover a little bit more and start <laughs> to get back into things. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Um, so, yeah, I'll take a bath. I'll roll out. I'll, you know, eat all of your fun stuff. And um, most probably important, I make sure I stay hydrated. I know mm-hmm. it's really easy to come in after you're done with a run and just, uh, you know, eat and just forget about hydrating again. You might have like a four or five ounces of water and think that you're good, but continuing to stay hydrated is super important. Yeah. Yeah. My routine is pretty similar. Um, I usually get back and after a long run, I I don't usually feel like I want solid food. Mm -hmm. You know, my stomach has just been jostled around for two plus hours. So I usually go for a smoothie. I love a good smoothie. First, it's cold. So right. It's helps. refreshing, yeah. Um, and I, I do a good, uh, I usually do almond milk, protein powder. There's usually banana in there because that's good for uh, like magnesium and potassium oh, for yeah. muscles for recovery. Uh, tart cherries are really mm-hmm. good for muscle recovery, like anti-inflammatory, yada, yada. Turmeric. Um, is good. Yeah. These are not all together. I don't think cherries and turmeric would go well, but just different Maybe. Ingredients. Yeah. smoothie ingredients you can add. Um, sometimes I do coffee because I'm usually tired. It's mm-hmm. a little cold brew in there. Uh, just a mix of different fruits and, and protein powder. Um, I just did a quick search and it's uh, four to one, three to one, or two to one carb to protein ratio. Yeah, okay. Um, so more carbs than protein We've to, been drinking to refuel. <laughs> hey, wine? No. Uh, but yeah, so I usually make a smoothie, I stretch, uh, then I foam roll. Then I take a shower after my body's oh, yeah. cooled down Eventually. a little bit, or an Epsom salt bath. I love a good Epsom salt bath with my bath bombs. Check out the recipe, and um, and then I usually stretch throughout the day, just to make sure my muscles don't stiffen up. I try to keep moving. Yeah, even that's I'm exhausted. It's really important. It's good for mm-hmm. so that your muscles don't just tense up and get really sore. Usually, if I keep walking after, even after a race, um, it helps. Yes, yeah. to, to keep those. Uh, delayed onset muscle soreness at bay. I have two things. So I have two points. When you're talking about um, foods as far as recovery is concerned, you mentioned bananas. I personally hate bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hate bananas. Um, But what I do love and what I have substituted in the past um, to get the potassium is medjool dates. Mm, I I really, really, really love it. There's some sugar in there. It's a great um, way to refuel after yeah and they're a little sweet too they're actually pretty sweet um i like medjool dates too they're really delicious um and then the other point that i was going to make you were talking about walking after or and keeping moving um 
you know, I'm not huge on junk miles, but the next day, if you're feeling a little bit sore from your run the previous day, the best thing you can do is either go for a brisk walk, um, you know, depending that you're not injured or something like that, but like go for a brisk walk or, um, even a short, short run, like a mile or two, mm-hmm. and just kind of like let that break that lactic acid up and get your muscles moving again. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And also, um, not just right after your run, you should be eating almost immediately after your run within like 45 minutes, yeah. I would say, yeah. uh, to help your muscles recover, but eat throughout the day and drink throughout the day, but make sure you're eating healthy. Don't use your run as an excuse to eat a bunch of crap. Like sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, try to eat healthy, but you should be constantly feeling you're going to be a little hungrier than usual. You just ran a bunch of, bunch of miles and burned a bunch of calories, but, um, Make sure you're getting in water, hydration, use a hydration mix. Um, I have a few that I like that are zero calories that give you some extra electrolytes to replenish. Um, things of that nature. I like noon. I use noon. Oh, yeah, noon's a good um, one. There's a, oh goodness, it's not going to come to me now that we're talking about it. It'll come to me later, but I use noon um, mm-hmm. and I do like them. I use a Vega Sport hydrator that yes. I like that's all plant based mm-hmm. um, if, you, if you care. It's all plant-based stuff, and it's it tastes good, too. It mixes really well. That's one of my favorite hydrating oh. serums. Yes, and then there's... A, it's called Enduro Packs, and they have, like, sprays um, that you can put into it, and it's pretty tasteless. Um, I know that one of my um, clients that I train, she prefers that. So there's a few options there, and they're all um, natural. Yeah. That's good. And also, um, I've heard a lot of people have had a lot of luck with, like, salt tablets and things. Oh, yeah. It's usually during your run, but... If you don't take in any salt, it's good for electrolytes and, and helping you maintain some water after a long run to just, you know, if you're making eggs, sprinkle a little extra salt on there. That's true. Um, I, you know, speaking of salt or magnesium sodium, um, and this is kind of like, I know that it's been talked about before, probably more in the media than people actually trying it, but I really love pickles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't straight up drink the pickle juice, but like I'm a huge pickle fan in general. And um, it works not only for long run recovery, but like if you come over really drunk, have a pickle. <laughs> it helps with your hangover the next morning. <laughs> That's amazing. There you go, folks. If you're drunk, eat a pickle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is a crude show. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm trying to think of other ingredients that are really good for recovery um, or have anti inflammatory properties. I just had one in my head and it just flew right I'm out. Sorry. But um, any any just real food over mm-hmm. you know junk food clearly is going to be better for you. Um, as much as I love wine, alcohol is not the best thing for recovery. What do you mean? But I think you are totally allowed to reward yourself with a glass or two or four after a long run. <laughs> but if you do if you do have issues like if you find that after a long run you're constantly getting sore, it might be good not to drink alcohol. Probably hydrating is better <laughs> with water. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think you would, you were trying to come up with the other like anti-inflammatory foods. One of my favorite, I don't eat a ton of fruit and I don't know why it's just cause like this mostly citrus stuff bothers me, but I love blueberries mm-hmm. and I do a lot of blueberry smoothies after a run, especially during the summer where I live. And, um, I've had, I've made a uh, blueberry popsicles before. Ooh. So like to cool off with and put some of like a, a an electrolyte, idea. um, like the noon, like, I'll make a glass of noon, and it's, like, a mixed berry with some, like, berries and mm-hmm. mint or something, and it's really cooling, and it helps me stay hydrated. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you can't stomach a lot of stuff after a long run, if you feel like you can't have a whole meal, 
Um, protein shake, um, little energy bites maybe just so that you get a bite or two. As long as you're getting in a, a few calories right after your run and then once you kind of calm, let your body calm down and recover and after you shower you can have a bigger meal. Just make sure you get in something right when you get home. Well, you just mentioned protein shake. So what are your go-to? I know we probably have a lot of listeners that also are more of like mm-hmm. either plant-based or they have allergy issues like both of us. So what um, are your favorite go-to plant-based protein powders? I have quite a few. Okay. There are a lot of good ones out there. Um, Revere is a brand oh, that not a lot of people have heard of. It was started by the people that started Psych Fitness, okay. cycling group. It's like Soul Cycle, but a little different. But anyway, they have a, a protein powder specifically for after cardio and endurance workouts. Oh, wow. They have a vanilla chai flavor that's delicious. And it has the exact right ratio of carbs to protein that you need. So that's a good quick shake. Right. Um, Vega Sport makes a really good quick protein powder that's completely mm-hmm. vegan, plant-based. Um, Plant Fusion is a good yeah. protein powder I really like. And also Now Foods makes a vanilla toffee pea protein. Wait, do you have some downstairs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can have some. <laughs> I actually have... All of the, uh, actually I think I'm out of Plant Fusion and Vega, but you can try the other two. Yeah, no, I'll definitely <laughs> try that. Um, I also like, I'm a huge Plant Fusion fan. Just I, I just like how it tastes. Uh, I use it in a lot of my recipes, and I've been using New Zest as well. Oh, I've actually um, never tried New no, Zest. No, mm-hmm. um, I, I do like how, I, they has vanilla, chocolate, there's also like a coffee-ish flavor. Mm-hmm. It was cappuccino. I know they were going to come out with a strict coffee one, which I actually liked better than the cappuccino, but I don't know if they ever did. Um, but I use the vanilla in, a lot in yeah. some of my recipes and even just um, in my, obviously, my smoothies. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I love that stuff. And then, yeah, mix that up with some almond milk or chocolate milk. I know is really good. I can't have dairy, but I've heard from a lot of people that oh, chocolate yeah. milk is, is a great quick way to get in some carbs and protein and also a little sugar that you sure. need. Um, I can make almond milk, chocolate milk, but it doesn't have the same protein content that real milk does. So if you can stomach real dairy, that's a really good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, I love dipping dates in almond butter. Um, yeah, so if you can have a little bit of, if you can stomach a little bit of uh, fattier things, since almond butter is fattier, that's a really good snack mm-hmm. to have. Just like it, it tastes like a Snickers bar, then the jewel dates with some almond butter in there or peanut butter. If you can have peanut butter again, you can't have peanuts, but. That's, that's really delicious. Yeah. A treat to have after your long run. I know even after um, when I was sick and I came home and I was trying to start eating foods again, <clears throat> I would just take a medjool date and I would dip it in oh, some almond so butter. Yeah. You guys should try that even, even if you don't run. Just I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you don't run, welcome. Anyway, but <laughs> dates, almond butter, so good. So yummy. Um, yeah, so I'll do, I'll do that too. I'm um, trying to think of, there's something else you just said. I don't know. This wine's getting away. <laughs> Um, what other foods do I eat after a run? Uh, if it's more of like a dinner time, like if a lot of us can't run in the mornings, can't wake up that early or whatever, uh, if I happen to do a later run at night, if I had to squeeze in a lunchtime run, I really like rice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Good carb. Good carb yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Yeah, I mean, it sounds sort of a little boring. <laughs> yeah, but like a stir fry makes it more exciting. I like black rice mm. or forbidden rice. It's also anti-inflammatory as well. Good fiber. It's good yep. for uh, digestive tract. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet potato is also great. Oh, God. How could we even forget about sweet mm-hmm. potatoes? I've actually lately been incorporating sweet potatoes into my smoothies. No I way. freeze them. They're, it's actually quite delicious, and it makes it nice and creamy and good. So if you're making a smoothie after a long run, sweet potatoes, good way to go. It's a good carb with a lot of nutritional value. Yeah, 
I think, I mean, I make smoothies, but Nicole over here is the smoothie queen, I think, and she mm-hmm. makes really beautiful smoothie bowls, too. I live for my smoothies. I, I try know. not, it's very easy to get, um, to make a smoothie with very high sugar content. Yes. Even if you're using all natural products, if you start adding a lot of fruit, the sugar gets very high. Yeah. So I try to only have smoothies on Friday is my smoothie day. Oh, and wow. And <laughs> I have a day, so I look forward to it. It's my little treat, even though it's healthy. You know, yeah. No shame if you have a smoothie every day, as long as you're making them healthy and being conscious of what you're putting in them. Um, and then after my long runs, I'm almost always. always a smoothie, no matter what time of day it is. It's just, I gotta have that. Oh, it's cool. It's easy. I think it's convenient. It's a good way of getting, like, the carb-to-protein mm-hmm. ratio in there. Um, and I mean, I, for a long time I would live off, I would have a smoothie every morning for breakfast. Um, eventually my gallbladder started to give out on me and the, I would put almond butter in it. So it was start. I didn't realize what was going on. It was starting to like trigger some episodes and I, and I kind of haven't really gotten back into it since, but since I'm going to have surgery soon and I'll be eating a lot of, um, probably not real foods, <laughs> I'll end up eating a lot of smoothies. Yeah. So. Um, so we've talked a lot about food. Oh, yes. I don't want to. I don't want to diminish the importance of other things like stretching, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about keeping moving. But yeah. foam rolling is very important, and it's something that I'm not good enough about. Right. But it is so 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 important to foam roll like every muscle in your body after a long run. Um, getting the hamstrings, getting the quads, getting the IT band getting your um, abductors and adductors, getting the bottom of your feet with a tennis ball oh, or yeah. a lacrosse like ball, heaven. getting your glutes sit on a lacrosse ball and just roll around. You look a little silly. And sometimes your dog might try to get the ball from under you like Moose always tries yeah. to do. <laughs> he tries to grab it from under my butt. But uh, really, and, and the, the thing with foam rolling that a lot of people do incorrectly is they get on their foam roller and they... You know, you say it's under your calf, okay. and you roll it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth under your calf. That is actually incorrect. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to slowly roll up and down your calf until you find the spot that is the most tender, mm-hmm. where you almost want to scream out in pain. Yeah. Um, and hold on that point. Like a myofascial release. Mm-hmm. Until you feel a release, or just count slowly to thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to just keep rolling. That's actually not doing anything. You have to really hold in place to get that release for your muscles and do that on every, do it on your calves, do it on your hamstrings, flip over and get your quads, right. get the out, your outer thigh, your inner thigh, mm-hmm. get your glutes, get the bottom of your feet. If your back is sore, go up against a wall with a tennis ball. Um, it's, it's just a really important thing to do and it. It's one of those things that hurts so good, but it's always worth it. Well, yeah, and to your point about holding it, I mean, for those of you that don't know, my husband's a chiropractor. Um, He doesn't, when I ask him to massage me, he doesn't do, like, that, like, sensual massage. Like, it's like signing up for torture, so (laughs) say that in the nicest way. But, like, he's doing it because he's doing, um, like, a release technique with the muscle. So he'll, he'll feel around, like you said, he'll palpate, find where... It needs to be, and he'll like literally dig his thumb in and like hold it there for you know, like you said, thirty seconds mm-hmm. to a minute, um, and it hurts like awful. But then eventually, like it feels really good, um, and sometimes you know, depending on what the issue is, you either ice or mm-hmm. heat. So that's actually a really good point. Massage mm-hmm. and another great recovery technique after a long run. Reward yourself after a big race. Go get a yeah. go get a sports massage, not just a regular massage. That'll be more beneficial, I think. Right. But allow yourself to relax and get that 
get someone working on your muscles that really knows how to work those muscles and really get into those pressure points and, and make your muscles feel better and recover faster. So I know that you don't, you said you're not so good at doing it, but you know you should. How is it that you make yourself foam roll when you don't want to? What Do you have any like trips, trips, <sighs> tricks? <laughs> um, tricks. I mean, the only real trick I have is telling myself that I know I need it and mm-hmm. I know I've, I've gotten injured before for not feeling yeah, properly. I, I feel like injury is usually the biggest thing. So yeah, once you get injured, do, do it before, you know, learn the easy way, not the hard way. Yeah, the hard way. <laughs> um, I schedule it in sometimes. I'll actually like, if I have to like allow myself, like I know I'm going to do, you know, the seven mile run or something and that's going to take me however long I'll add in that extra time. So if I take off at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, like make sure I'm adding in that extra 20 minutes at the end and knowing that I'm probably not going to get done until 8. That's really smart. Yeah. A lot of times I'll put on a quick sitcom. Oh, yeah. Friends or something like that so that I'm entertained and I'm like, okay, I'm going to foam roll this entire episode because they're only 20 minutes when you take the commercials out. So uh, that's a good way to kind of motivate yourself and just reward yourself after the day. I I like that. Um, Sometimes I'll even, I mean, for those of us, that don't have the luxury of, like, walking in the door and spending a half an hour, like, really recovering. Like, if you have kids and if they're young enough that they 